The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to yet another session here at the Kickpot Dojo. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts experience as well as highlighting certain martial arts movies and TV shows as well as martial artists from around the world. Okay, just before I get started with this episode, I want to um, um, give the... Um, props out to one the 1700 people or should I say 1761 people that are listening to my show every week you know thank you for at least opening your ears every week to my voice and getting my experience and get my experience in the martial arts world also i like to give the props out to the people of the BICPP radio network all the podcasters who are doing these amazing shows and um, at least opening their or at least you opening their your ears to their voices every week. So whenever you get a chance, really give um give a shout out to these um podcasters because really the network we really take our opportunity to really express our. Express our feelings, our views of what the world, what's going on in the world, or what's going on in our in our lives. So really, give a chance to give your props out to them. Okay, um, I'd say last week um, I had a good um, a good conversation with um, Crosby Broadwater um, the third, um, a good friend of mine in um, Augusta, Georgia, and he was um, discussing his. Um, his journey in the martial arts and um, how things are with his um, martial arts school over at um, Universal Martial Arts Dojo. And hopefully with the pandemic kind of slowing down, hopefully things will get back to normal. I'll be able to go do my convention and, um, well, go to Vegas to do the convention. Right? So that's something that I really look forward to. Okay, on to today's episode, or this week's episode. Um, I'm going to discuss and analyze the movie Jet Li's Fearless, starring Jet Li. And um, he start, he um, he plays as, um, who, he's playing as on Huan um, Yuanjia, um, who, who, um, who was a legendary martial artist back in, like, should I say, almost... Like in the end of the 1800s, um, he was um, a martial artist, and um, and yet his story is based on his determination to restore pride and nationalism to China during the times when Western imperialism and Japanese manipulation were destroying the culture of China at the final years of the Qin Dynasty. The Qin Dynasty before the birth of the Republic of China. All right, so that's 
that's uh pretty much what the uh story is. That's pretty much being it. But the film begins where um you and Gia fights three different fighters from around the world. So you got an boxer from England, Lancer from Belgium, and a fencer from Spain. You know, after outdoing all three opponents as he awaits for his fourth opponent, yeah. So pretty much I'll get to the end of that. I'll get to that part and why he's um fighting these he's doing four um opponents. He's fighting four opponents, but I'll get to that. But before he goes to his fourth opponent, it goes to um it goes to like a flashback to the beginning, like when he was a kid and he watched his father, Juan Eden Eat well, Edie and Andy. Oh, yeah, Andy. That's how you spell it. No, I say that. So, and just a uh, heads up, uh, Hua is uh, fire in Chinese. So that's what. I'm, and then you see um, his father teaching martial arts. You know, so in the beginning, like Huan or not not Hua. Yeah, Huan was. Um, forbidden by his father from learning martial arts due to his asthma all right so let's analyze this of course um when you're taking martial arts yeah you're going to have some kind of medical um condition i mean physical medical condition where it prevents you from doing certain um exercises um or should i say doing certain moves certain exercises um in martial arts, you know, of course, years ago, there wasn't any medicine invented to control asthma, and you could see why his father forbidden, forbidden, you and Gia from participating in any martial arts activities. You know, a lot different, of course, a lot different today because medicine exists. You know, you know, if people want to take martial arts, then you know, their condition matter less. For people, for most martial arts, and you know, you experience true martial arts when you have that opportunity, and you know, martial arts involves a lot of conditioning, in which you learn how to breathe properly, as you go through the moves. All right, so that's the one scene he watches. He watches it. So more like in this movie, instead of Huan as a kid going through martial arts, he works on calligraphy. I think that's. That's how you, that's how this, oh, basically Chinese writing. So that's what he was doing as a kid. And then goes to another scene where, um, you and Gia's, um, father was involved in a match. As the match was being carried by you and Gia's father, um, and Andy was just to strike, just, well, just about to strike the final blow and on his opponent but suddenly stopped and which gave his opponent the opportunity to win <clears throat> and then this of course this crushed you and gm hopes on his father on his family's honor i mean i guess he really looked up to his father and winning the match you know i guess he really saw his martial saw his father being a great martial artist and then that that match where he um held the final blow and definitely 
well, he definitely sacrificed his win over the other guy, whatever he, whoever he fight, just uh, not to throw that final blow. And of course, you and Gia got mad at the um, at the mad fact that his father lost, and of course, he decided he fights another kid, knowing that he didn't have any martial arts experience, and he got beat up real bad. In this case, his father was. He disobeyed his father not to use martial arts, and just about about to get punished. Um, of course, um, he was punished with um, well, he's was going to take physical punishment, but um, in this case, um, you and Gia was um, was given a punishment of um, writing calligraphy. Yeah, for like I'm like no no hundred times. No, that's pretty much the punishment. Alright, so there's a lesson to be learned about controlling your technique. You know, you can have like um, the most simplest technique in the world and it could be the most dangerous thing in the world. I mean, depending on the area you hit. You know, for example, a simple punch could be deadly. You know, if a punch, if you punch them in the throat hard enough, you know, you can kill them. You know, if you punch them in a certain spot in the head, you can kill them, you know. A lot, of th a lot of things to think about when you're throwing a punch. You know, you want to have that control. And that's what you are taught in the martial arts. You know, you want to have power in your punch, but you want to have control. Enough control where you're not hurting. The, it's extremely hurting the other person. You know, excruciating. Excruciating pain where, you know, you are going to kill the person. So... That's the whole lesson that you and Gia was being taught by his father that, you know, you know, he rather have him grow up to be a decent human being. But um, it wasn't the case for you and Gia because um, he wanted to restore his family's honor after his father lost the match. So in this case, um, instead of um, focusing on his calligraphy when he was supposed to. He decided to train behind his father's back and try to become a great martial artist. And yet, it fast forwards to him growing up to until an adult. And yet, um, here he is. I think he's, of course, his mother's still alive. I think his father passed away. And you see he has a little daughter. In this case, uh, and Gia um, trained himself to be a martial artist and in this case um he would go out and have certain fights i mean enough fights where he becomes um a famous fighter in um his um in his hometown uh tianjin that's pretty much that was the town that he lived in um in china so he had all these fights he becomes a well-known celebrity in his um hometown where he has followers, but um, in this case, um, you and Gia end up becoming cocky and arrogant. You know, that's the one thing in martial arts you want to be careful with is not to be cocky and arrogant of your ability. You know, uh, you know, there's always that one person that is better than you. And, you know, the person that taught you is never up, that's never below you. I mean, no matter if you're higher rank. You know, here I am, a fourth degree, and my first instructor is still a first degree. 
And not that I'm poking fun at him, but, you know, I, I respect my first instructor. And always, my, me and him are like the best pals. You know, really, no, I don't want to feel above him. You know, as far as AIDS, he's above me. You know, as far as experience, he's above me. You know, but, you know, really, rank rank pretty much doesn't matter when it comes to experience, you know. He, um, for one, he trained me. And, you know, it was like I was almost below him anyway. He's going in like probably, should I say, probably tw 10 more years than I'd started. But nevertheless, um, you want to think about this. You know, your ability to f your ability to do martial arts shouldn't be based on you being better than everybody else. It should be based on you being aware and being um, courteous to everybody. You know, you you know you got you and Gia had like the wrong the wrong impression of bringing honor to his family, and yet um he goes out and um yeah and it goes the scene goes on is uh, he has his more fights he has um followers, and then in this case he goes all partying and drinking which is um really a disgrace to his family, and yet he spends his family fortunes doing all his partying and um doing his partying and um drinking and um it was at the expense of also his best friend who he grew up with yeah you'll see um in the beginning there's a little kid that he um he hangs out with and that's his best friend then as um you and gia um grows up to try to perfect his martial arts you got his best friend growing up to be a businessman you know, he wants to be a successful businessman, and yet he owns a restaurant, and you got, you and Gia taking advantage of his friend, of his, um, friend's friendship, and, um, and yet, um, he decides to do something really stupid, and it goes to another scene, where, um, you have, um, another master, I should say, another master, uh, having a birthday at um you got uh Jin Sun's um restaurant of course uh you know it was um yeah master um Quinn Master Quinn Lin Lay Master Quinn Lay of course um a rival martial arts master injured one of his followers and now you and GM felt insulted and confronted him on his birthday at the restaurant you know and then you got of course you got um you and Gia's um f f best friend trying to convince like trying to convince him or should I say not convince him trying to stop him from doing the fights but you know you and Gia was so should I say so corrupted corrupted in his own his own little martial arts world, he you know he wanted to prove that he was better. And then yet he has this uh like this good f this fight scene and um and Jensen's um <coughs> restaurant, sorry. And you no know, he destroyed he other than f trying to destroy um Lin Lin or Lay uh Quinn Lay he destroyed his best friend's um restaurant. Not only he destroyed his 
restaurant. He destroyed his friendship with um, Jensen. Which is what. So here's an advice for you. All right. You know, martial arts. You know, sometimes when you're a martial artist, you want to. You sometimes you have to sacrifice. Well, here's the thing. For martial arts, you know, there's two sides that you want to try to avoid. You know, if you're looking to become a black belt, you know, you would train extremely hard. You would avoid everything from going out drinking and um, starting trouble. You don't want to do that to jeopardize your chances of becoming a black belt. You know, you want to train hard and really try to not, let's say, try to like focus on your goal your goal is to be a black belt you know you want to try to avoid any possible means of um like being involved in drinking and all the bad um influences out in the street you know outside the dojo you know that's one thing people usually do forget now okay now the other side let's say you do make it the black belt Right, you did you did your goal, and then all of a sudden you got careless, and you know here you are, you're a black belt, you're you feel powerful. In this case, um, you started doing things that um, you don't want to don't don't need to do or shouldn't do. You know, you belittle people, you um you put people below you. You know, people should be at an equal balance. When it comes to martial arts, no matter if you're a high rank or you're a little rank, you know, that's the thing what I do as a martial artist when I'm teaching classes, you know, I just don't bark orders. You know, I tell them, you know, I show them what you need to do. And in this case, I do it with them. You know, I just don't do the technique and then have them do it by themselves. You know, I do it with them and then I check their technique and make sure they're doing the right way. You know, some kids are not coordinated enough to know what they're doing. So, you know, it takes a lot of time. And another thing with martial arts, being a martial arts, is patience. You know, you can't expect to, you can't expect a kid to get things right on like day one. You know, every day is day one. You know, you start from the beginning and you know, you, you really start from the beginning and then you kind of work for your way from there. And, you know, you know, everything starts starts over every day. So you got to really get used to that. All right. So here you go. You got you and Gia and um, Quinn Lay fighting throughout the restaurant. And then it gets to a scene where their, their weapons are disengaged and they go into a fist fight. And this is where things get real, get real bad, or should I say get real deadly. You know, if I mentioned in the beginning of the film that when you and Gia's father was had his match, um, had his match in the beginning. So, um, he, um, just before he was going to strike the final blow, he hesitated, he stopped. And then in this scene, of course, in this scene, when you and Gia was fighting, um, Quinn, Quinn Lay, he, he didn't stop. He didn't hold his, he didn't hold his um punch back, and it killed him. So this is this is why it's important that you must control your technique. 
So you and Gia were so full of rage that um, he didn't pull back and he killed he killed them. He killed Quinn Jin Jin. Called Quinn not Quinn Jin. Quinn Quinn Lei. And this this was the this is the reason why it's important that you don't put too much to put too much muscle in your technique. And in this case you got you and Gia really dismayed them what he did. And uh he well for one that's what you're gonna do. He was guilty. He was he was wrecked with guilt. Oh well, really. Well, think about it. He did it. He did it at uh, the at his friend's expense. He did it at um, Quinn Lay's family's expense, and he even did it on his own expense because um, it went to a scene where uh, Quinn, uh, Quinn's um, godson murdered Juan's mother and daughter. And then, of course, yet Juan went to Quinn's house to find his godson admitting to the murder and killing himself, you know. And then what it gets to the scene where um the reason the reason why um Quinn um beat up um his followers um his followers decided to. Decided to be stupid enough to insult um, to, um, Quinn's wife. So, really, so so Huan, or should I say, Hu and Gia, with Hu and Gia, thought thought that um, Quinn Lay and like really insult, should I say, beat up his um his followers for no reason. But in the in this case, um, the follower was stupid. And insulted his miss, his wife, and that's what caused the situation. So basically, the follower took took the attitude of you and Gia's, and used it to use it as his own, um, you know, use that as his own thing. So, um, so that was just the thing. Right there. All right, so, so here's the lesson. All right, you know, be extra careful what you do, because um, for one, when people follow what you do. So, you know, as an instructor or as a master of a of a school, you want to um, kind of um. You want to be careful about how you teach your students. No, this really led to a bad situation where you and Gia like fought another um, martial arts master and um, ended up killing him due to um, a follower's um, mishap or should I say mistake or should I say some stupidity. Because, you know, you got a follower insulting somebody and then, you know, he gets beat up, and then of course, um, you and Gia thought thought this as an insult, and he ends up having to fight with um, with um Quinn Quinlay. So this is a life lesson for anybody that decides they want to be a master. 
you know, really teach your students about respect and dignity outside the, the, the school, outside the dojo. You know, that's why I teach these kids, you know. It's not all about fighting. It's all about really showing compassion and respect toward everybody, no matter how mean they are. You know, sometimes you lose yourself, but, you know, you want to be the bigger person, you know, no matter what. Okay, so... Of course, this this situation wrecked them with guilt, and then you got you and Gia fleeing from from his um, Tianjin, from his town, and wandering wandering around the world. He pretty much went exiled, and he went wandering for months until he was saved by. Um, Save. He was almost drowned in the river. I guess he was trying to kill himself, but um, he was he was um, saved by Granny's son and her blind granddaughter. And, you know, that's that's where he kind of landed into a village, a different village in China, and they brought him back into the village, guided him with them by their kindness, and over the years, who are you and Gia learn the values of compassion and mercy. You know, this is what he does. He learns like working together and working with patience. You know, he ended up um, working out in the field, like doing um, field work, like planting, planting um, seeds, helping out with the granddaughter. Definitely showing that um, he deserves a second chance. So in this case, he returns years later to Tianjin to um, to find out that China has changed. You know, this is where the um, Western imperialism and <clears throat> and the Japanese. Um, so you got the Japanese man, um, manipulation happened. You know, China has changed. All right, so it's like it's not the way it used to be. So here he is. He's back in his hometown, and uh, of course he, after he learned his journey, after he learned his journey, he tries to reconcile. He tried to reconcile with um, um, Jensen and of course Quinn's fam, Quinn's family, for what he had done. And of course, you know, you know they talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness is like a big. Um, a big must, you know, you know, you do something stupid, you know, I've done a lot of things stupid, you know, I admit to my mistakes, you know, I think about the things I've done years ago, and, um, you know, I was only a kid, you know, I was five years old, I had a, a condition known as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and no, I couldn't control it, you know, in my case, um, I, um, I was, I feel ashamed about it now, but, you know, I feel bad about it, but, you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of, you know, that's how I was, you know, I couldn't control myself, so, you know, through martial arts, you know, that's, I learned about compassion and mercy, about controlling my temper, and not getting mad at um, certain things, so, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a long journey, but, you know, it was worth it, but in this case, you know, I um, I 
pretty much learns like how to respect people and really respect people's feelings as well as what they put in their beliefs and you know and speaking of which kind of going off subject subject um thinking about what we've been through this um past year is um in 2020 of course um we dealt with the rise of the coronavirus or the COVID-19 and you know we were in stuck in isolation for like probably five to six months you know trying to at least get things back on track things opened up because of the virus and yet um here we are here we are in um during the week of the election of of course we got to determine a new president you know and between and between the election and um the rise of the coronavirus you know we got got through situations where you know not um cops were killing um african americans black people like and then that caused that stirred up a lot of controversy and yet it also stirred a, a lot of controversy toward um certain groups some some white supremacist groups that um took the wrong message you know really and that's the thing that um really shouldn't have happened you know we should live in a world where we should work together and not worry about our differences and you know this is what happens in this movie you know you got you and Gia having a rough time understanding about why his father didn't struck the final blow and then yet he does the whole opposites and then this is why he ends up doing things it was at his expense it was at um other people's expense as well as his expense and here he is and here he is um here he is coming back an actual new man it's like he went to some type of church something it seemed like that's how it is you know you feel bad about yourself you go to some type of retreat and kind of kind of relax your mind all right so in this case yeah he did what he had to do he kind of went exiled to kind of calm himself that's what you got to do kind of calm yourself and um and then he of course he comes back a new man reconciles with um his best friend and um of course he decides to challenge in another scene of American wrestler this was probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie so here he is going against Hercules O'Brien played by Nathan Jones who actually was a professional wrestler working with WWE for a while and then he went to being a movie star starting in other movies um, like uh, Never Back Down 3 with uh, Michael uh, Michael uh, J Michael Michael uh, Jai White so that was an awesome scene and here he is he's going against this um big dude and you know you got you and gs like the like a midget <laughs> and he's like pretty much tearing the fight but he kept throwing around a couple times and um and yet there was another scene where you and gm was about to leave the ring and um o'brien grabbed his foot you and gia like struck him like with a kick and he followed um o'brien back and as you can see um you and Gia, he was about to ready to fall 
into a nails on the side of the ring and it was gonna and spike him in the back of the head. But you and Gia saved him. He saved them from getting um, impaled from the nails. And yet, when um, O'Brien's um, gratitude, and you know, definitely and happily named um, you and Gia, you and Gia the, um, the victor. You know, with that, you and Gia's pretty much got his um, dignity back. But probably in the way he should have got it when he was a martial artist. You know his fame spread. Through, he spread throughout um, China, and against all. Yeah, but you know, but there's certain um, certain things that were going on. Of course, um, you got um, of course uh, with the, of course with the. Chinese imperialism and the um, Japanese manipulation, you know, that spiked um, foreign foreign concerns, you know, you know, some things that the, that's going to drive you crazy. Some things are going to drive people crazy. You know, you got um, say you're like the martial arts school to look at. And yet you got um, these other martial arts schools that are losing customers because of you, you know, really. So you kind of got to think of um, what to do better with your school. And yet. Some schools like the, like the, like um, like to say negative um stuff about um other schools. You know, you know, when you think about it, we live in a martial arts world where we should work together. You know, it doesn't matter who's got the better martial arts style. You know, you should, we should um, work together as a um, as a like a team. You know, we work together during this pandemic. You know, we get try to get our students back. You know, it's tough when you don't have enough instructors that doesn't take the the take the commitment to teach a class. So, um in this case that spread um kind of um concerns for this um foreign um this foreign alliance that um are in control of China. And yet here you are, you and Gia kinda made up for his mistakes and then he decides to like found um the Chinwu the the Chinwu Athletic um Association in Shanghai with the funding with the with the help of his business partner um his best friend Jensen and of course the members of course yet yeah, the members of the um, the foreign chamber of for the the foreign cham chamber like feared that um his victory would um swift would spike anti foreign sentiments among the Chinese people, thus becoming a disadvantage to them. You know, really it's not a disadvantage, uh, no, really it shouldn't be. You know, you shouldn't become an enemy of anybody. You know, that's the thing that happens in this movie. You know, you know, you have the wrong impression of somebody, some victory. You know, you try and restore, like, honor, peace and honor in your country. And yet you have this um, certain other country that tries to ruin it and try to make it their own. So, really, it should be like a compromising, you know, you want people to be interested in your stuff but you don't want them to um 
to um we should say want them to to I mean I can't find another word but you know well trying to get rid of their stuff like really you're trying to like like say get rid of their Chinese culture you know they say their culture is old but you know it's tradition alright so that's what you want to do okay so here it is it gets to the scene where um where um they propose a match with um between Yunjia and four foreign champions you know like in the beginning of the like of course the beginning of the film you have um you have the fencer you have the lancer the fencer and the boxer that's three of the opponents and then of course it gets to the fourth one uh, a Japanese champion by the name of Tanaka but in this case the scene before the match even started you know who and Jia decides to meet up with the with the champ with um Tanaka with T and strike up friendship so really so in this case there's some hope here you know just hope you know you're you're a different you're from different countries you want to strike up some friendship you know that's what I've been doing for since I've been martial arts, you know, I would go visit um, other martial arts schools, you know, strike up friendship, know what their culture is all about, know what their style is all about, you know, really. And I don't know if Mr. Heisner, um, uh, you know, there's, yeah, this is one guy named, I call him Mr. Heisner. You know, I forgot his first name, but, um, you know, there's times where I would, um, he would do these activities at, um, at, and like uh, at schools. You know, like after like afternoons, like after school program, you know, I, at times I would volunteer my services to actually do demonstrations because, you know, he's so fascinated of my um, martial arts ability. You know, I, I miss doing those, you know, actually going to schools and really educating these kids of what true martial arts is. All right, so that's pretty much what you and Gia was doing with um the with Tanaka, you know, try to strike up a friendship and try to at least make things more easier when the match starts. All right, so here you are, and then here's where the scene goes back to where <clears throat> you and Jen is getting ready for his <clears throat> his final his final match, and of course it's um <clears throat> of course he is a. Uh, <sighs> Uh, face Tanaka and like the first the first round went up to a draw because they was going against weapons you got you and Gia fighting with a triple triple staff it's like almost like nunchucks so it's like three, three steps linked into chain and if you got um Tanaka's um using a katana sword you know they're evenly matched and that's why the first match ended up in a draw but unbeknownst to you and Gia, of course, um, this is where cheating kind of evolved, but kind of got it involved in the match. You got one of the foreign's um, committee kind of slipped the poison in um, you and Gia's tea. And in this case, during the second bout, when they do hand-to-hand -hand combat, you and Gia, of course, um, couldn't breathe, you know couldn't breathe he uh he kept coughing up blood he was poisoned or arsenic poison so in um so in this case you know the match kind of 
kind of stopped a bit so you and Gia can um kind of regain his kind of regain himself well but yet here you are um well, of course um for arson and poison you probably didn't have an antidote or kind of have an antibody or antibiotic to fight the disease so here you are um here you are the match continues you know you and Gia you know, they wanted to stop the fight, but you and Gia want to keep fighting. There's no sense since he's going to die anyway. So I guess he figured that he'd done what he had to do in his life. Really, he wanted to, like, restore peace in China. So that's what he ends up doing. And, of course, this match definitely proves that um, he'd rather die for China other than just stopping a match just to prove that he has true inner strength and uh, yet um, after the match um, of course as he was going to strike the final blow he struck the final blow but not with enough power but he he held back to the final blow this time so he didn't kill Tanaka in this case he fell down he passed out and then yet here you are you got Tanaka forfeiting his um his chance to win and um he um he let um you and Gia win the match. He declared them the winner. Which is that's what you gotta do. You kinda kinda show some mercy. That's called show mercy. You know, you know that if nobody is not fit to fight, you know, you don't strike the final blow. So that's showing mercy, compassion and mercy. So in this case, here you go, Yunjia dies, and um, of course his spirit ends up being back in the field where um, the granddaughter, I, mean, I can't even say her name, but you know, here she is, she, she's still blind, but she can feel, feel his spirit doing, doing um, his um, Wushu martial arts in peace. So that's the whole story of um, Yuan, of Huan Yunjia. Alright, so that was just a wonderful movie. I like watching that movie. It's just it kind of moves me as a martial artist, and how kind of helps me get better. Alright, so uh, so the whole lesson of this whole story is compassion and mercy, and you know that's what you want to do when you're in martial arts. You know you're there trying to prove that you you could be the best you can be, but you don't want to do it at others expense alright so you want to really be compassionate of other people and really think about other people's lives so here you are here you are with a wonderful story so if you haven't seen Fearless um, I recommend you get the DVD or watch the movie and you'll see what I'm talking about and this is for people that goes want to go into martial arts. Just really try to reevaluate really evaluate of why you want to go to martial arts. Do you want to go to martial arts to, to be an animal? Or do you want to go to martial arts to be a decent human being? So this, um, this movie is a life lesson for everybody. So think before you go into martial arts. Okay, so that concludes my episode of the Kick Pod, uh, my session. All right. Always tune in to my previous episodes on BICBPRadio.com. 
Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And this well, this was definitely a wonderful episode. Um, and then, and yet, um, I'm looking for kind of guests to have on my show. You know, I'm using um, I'm using Zoom as a way to like communicate with um, to communicate with people. So um, in this case, if you can um, find a, a way to contact me or really try to, if you have a, an idea that you want to express in my episode or in my sessions, I mean, feel free to contact me or really contact the, the BICPBPRadio.com and let them know. And other than that... This is uh, your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out. And I'll see you next time for another session of the Goodbye. from the future telling you that your dream is going to come true what no way yeah you're going to have an awesome podcast called let's talk but no politics okay and new episodes come out every sunday on Beyonce.